Hi, this is Pam and this is Must Love Food. Thanks for joining us today. I have got Maddie, John and Robin and we are going to talk to you about drumroll cocktails. Really, it's the cocktail workshop. Um, we partnered with them in our summer issue. It was a really, really cool book. And so we thought we would do a little highlight on uh, the cocktail workshop and also just dive into some of our favorite summer sippers. Uh, it was our social page. And uh, I think all of us probably have more favorites than we noted in our in our post, but uh, we'll get into that in a sec. So welcome you all here, John and Maddie and Robin, and welcome all of you listening. How's everybody? Great. <laughs> so far, so good. The neighbor's getting their yard done, so sorry if my dog starts barking. <laughs> <laughs> so the cocktail workshop, I just give a little kind of background on it. It's the cocktail workshop, which is the name, is perfect for all mixologists or really anyone. You'll find history and recipes for classic cocktails, along with riffs to inspire you to create spin-offs. The book not only explains what makes an iconic cocktail, but how to mix things up by suggesting unusual ingredients, different techniques, and do-it-yourself additives such as bitters and garnishes. Um, just as the name implies, the book is all about learning, experimenting, and mastering the craft of cocktails. We just were kind of blown over when we saw it. It The way it was uh, broken down, uh, each chapter had a kind of a big class associated with it. So you could dive deep and learn a new technique. So it was really, really cool. And um, the I think the riffs on the classics were another thing that were, were pretty interesting. And the uh, recipes that we chose are, they all seem familiar, but they are not uh, traditional. And so there is a garden gimlet. So what that is, and you know, a gimlet is typically, um, I always thought of it like a martini with lime juice kind of thing, um, but it does not have uh, vermouth in it. But it, this one has, it's made with cucumber gin. It's got cucumber wheels in it. Um, we also added some uh, celery in for garnish and it's got basil leaf. So just that's where you can kind of um, understand how it got its name. Um, and the bottle rocket, that one was really interesting. I don't know the history of the bottle rocket, but I love the styling on this too with the swing top bottles. It has apple butter in it, which I thought is a pretty cool, interesting thing. That's the cowbell for the sweetener. Uh, instead of using a um, simple syrup, it's got apple butter in it. And the Oaxacan Negroni, a lot of people have heard of Negronis before, but this one is... Um, made with some mezcal and it also has uh, cold brew coffee in it and then last but not least is the margarita raspado so everybody's pretty much familiar with a margarita but this one is sort of like a hawaiian ice or kind of those slushies shaved ice mm -hmm. and then you're pouring some chamoy on the top and it's got passion fruit and um tequila of course and cointreau anyway very cool those were the recipes there. The book had so many good recipes, I thought. Um, it was really hard to choose. Yeah, I agree. And it was kind of like, you know, being a summer, you know, the summer issue, it was kind of fun to pick kind of like summery items to kind of include. But they do have such a cool variety of classics and 
um, spins off it. And the classes that they include in each section were, you know, very helpful. And, you know, and even each even each class had variations to each of the things, too. And, you know, in the beginning of the book, they explained stuff to have to get started for having your own kind of bar at home for equipment. Here's kind of like a simple get into it kind of things you should have versus kind of here's if you're getting into more experimenting or crafting up more kind of um, different kind of cocktails, here's a few more ingredients you can expand on. Um, so no, it was, I thought it was really cool and very well thought out and written. And the cocktails are delicious. To your point, Maddie, about the um, info in the front of the book about how to stock a bar, not only from ingredients, uh, what liquors to have, kind of basic liquors and, and add-ins and, and that kind of things and mixers, but then equipment as well. And we gave kind of a very pared down basic uh, list of equipment that is good to have if you are interested in in uh, mixology and crafting some cocktails uh, for yourself and your friends and and or these cocktails that we shared with you here or um, from the cocktail workshop. Uh, I'm just curious. Anybody? Does anybody have a favorite amongst these cocktails? Oh, they were good. That. <laughs> <laughs> there, you know, and that was the thing too, is that they're, um, they're a little on the stronger side, I should say. The alcohol really is kind of the, you know, like you get that flavor versus masking it with kind of too much, you know, uh -huh. additives, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Um, like the bottle rocket where it's got bourbon and champagne. If you made it ahead, you just would wait to combine the champagne um, but the bourbon, I know Rob and I, like, I, I like bourbon, but you definitely, that's in pending what bourbon you use, it, it does stand out versus right. kind of right. being subtle. Would you say it's these cocktails benefit from sitting a little, like making your cocktail, letting the ice sort of melt a little? That's what I found sometimes when I, and from my parents, they, they would usually let their cocktails sit just a little bit to sort of allow it to be diluted a little from the ice um, so it's not quite so strong. Well, and the bottle rocket requires you to um, at least chill for 30 minutes up to an hour. Mm -hmm. But if you would, if you wanted to do a make ahead option, you would kind of do, you would just hold off on adding the champagne, but you would still, if it sat longer, make sure you kind of stir it up and cause it'll separate because of the apple butter and you know, the different sure. viscosities and stuff. So um, yeah, I, I think I that would help. Patient. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the snow cone I thought was really fun and different. And they, one of the equipment in there, they did say like you can buy a shaved ice kind of um, machine to give you that. But we ultimately just used our Vitamix. And I wasn't sure if it would work or not, but you know, that thing just turned it to snow. So you can just put regular ice into your Vitamix and, you mm -hmm. know, enjoy it that way. You don't have to get a shaved ice machine. Would crushed ice work too, that either uh, an ice machine makes crushed ice or that you would just put in a, in a resealable plastic bag and, and use a mallet to. Totally. And I think, yeah. it, you know, since it is like a margarita, it's pretty much like you could serve it with however you want, but to get that, you know, the chamoy over the top kind of like soaking in definitely benefited well, from the. But also, you know, you don't have to have a Vitamix either. I, um, in the test kitchen, I had a blender that had a, an ice crushing uh, 
setting and it worked just fine. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So. Um, well, for me, I'm going to say the garden gimlet is the one that um, probably rings the most bells. Uh, I love margaritas and I love Negronis, but the garden gimlet reminds me just a little bit of a little gin and tonic maybe, or a little um, Tom Collins, <laughs> that kind of thing. Those are a couple I'm dating myself when I say those things. <laughs> maybe not so much the G&T, but the Tom Collins. I, I loved them uh, growing up. Uh, it's a, a favorite summer sipper for me. Uh, it was my parents uh, enjoyed them for, for many years and, and got me hooked. Um, and it's hard to find Collins mix anymore, I think. I think so, my best friend's mom used to drink those. Uh, you know, Collins. I had never had one. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's uh, to me, that is just quintessential summer. Really? Yeah. It is a very easy sipper. And um, well, you know what, before I move on and talk about some of our favorites, I did want to kind of give a shout out to the step-by-step info that we included in the um, article, which I really enjoyed. So each of the recipes, there are some step photos that accompany uh, the recipe to give you some more detailed info and some whys and hows on sort of the tricks for uh, mastering these cocktails. And they're not just so specific to each cocktail. I mean, they they are, but they're also really when muddling basil, you want to gently release the essential oils, no bashing. That applies to any time you're going to be muddling something like that. If you're making a uh, mojito, it's something to consider. Simple syrup is as easy as its name. Heat equal parts sugar and water until dissolved. You can do that with hot tap water and um, sugar if you want. You can do it in the microwave or you can do it on the stove. Uh, I'm doing cocktails for the next issue. I've made a big batch of um, simple syrup and then I just chilled it and have it in my fridge. So I have it at the ready, which um, is really nice. I think for anybody who's doing cocktails in the summer to sort of have a um, batch of simple syrup going in their fridge anyway. So so you're not waiting for the simple syrup. The simple syrup is waiting for you <laughs> when the uh, craving strikes for a cocktail and you want some. It's it's chilled and and ready to go. And you don't have to buy it. Um, exactly. I remember right. seeing that at the store. I'm like, okay. I, yeah. <laughs> that one shocked me when I saw that for the first time. I didn't uh-huh. know you could buy it. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. I've There's more something. than one brand now, too. So. Really? Oh, my goodness sake. <laughs> you can also change up your sugar and do honey or do mm-hmm. equal parts sugar and honey. You know, it's kind of like pending what you're making. It's always kind of a nice sweetener as well mm-hmm. um agave mm-hmm. um i mean i well like uh, we saw the apple butter but there's um yeah i'm sure you could do jam in some things you could do or jellies you could do um maple syrup that's another one that i've seen too mm-hmm. yeah even muscovado type yep sugars you know a little bit more sure. caramely type sugars yeah you could do a, a brown sugar too you could do like a brown sugar um simple syrup or something and then there's also like rich simple syrups where you're there's a greater quantity of sugar to water um so 
they're mm-hmm. depending on yeah. what you're making and and whatnot but at its basic it's equal parts and um you just really want it to it'll get syrupy and viscous and yeah once it's the sugar is dissolved then you're basically good to go but if the simple syrup is still warm you probably want to wait on that unless you're making a warm drink <laughs> before you're using it otherwise you're gonna melt your ice right away <laughs> yes you don't want that to happen no um, so anyhow, I just wanted to kind of point that out, um, the, the steps and the chamoy I loved, um, it's just so pretty, um, but it's a sweet and sour condiment made from chilies and fruit. Um, and it's very traditional in Mexican, um, cuisine, correct? Yeah. So you can yep. go to a Mexican market or, you know, and find it easily there. And they have like a variety of different kinds too. So you can get mm-hmm. the large bottle, the small bottle, the, you know, mm-hmm. and so check the ingredient labels and you can kind of even see which fruit is, you know, or chilies is in them. So, um, yeah, it was really, that's what I, it's kind of fun. Um, yeah. the other thing they included in the book, um, talking about, um, different stuff, um, what ice to use for the cocktails, mm-hmm. you know, so that even kind of, you know, use crushed ice or the large spheres or, you know, different varieties. So that was kind of also a little tidbit that you would think, um, pending the cocktail. Well, why you want to use those ices as well. Exactly. And they also talk it's about just style choice. And... Mm-hmm. and glassware too, correct? Yes. Right. There was a right. whole section on that as well, which was, you know, very helpful. Um, yeah. I mean, if you're like us, we don't quite pay attention to the glass at home. It's just like, hmm, which one is clean? What fits <laughs> it? <laughs> How big of one I do Double I need? Double or a <laughs> small <laughs> right. wine glass. Uh. <laughs> so that's a kind of a fun exploration that they've really kind of given all that thought. But the 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 gents that wrote the book, they are professionals, and it's no wonder that they paid special attention to all of the details like that. And I think it's one of the better bar books that I've seen in a very long time. I know when I brought uh-huh. it home, Shane was just flipping through it and like really <laughs> into it and reading it all and <laughs> wanted to keep it, uh, but I said it had to go back. <laughs> I didn't get to see the book, but I'm I'm curious, like uh, they've got the cardamom bitters. Do they uh, offer resources in the book as to where to track down some of these uh, ingredients? Sometimes. They and they also tell you how to make bitters, I believe, too. Oh, pretty sure there's one of the workshops. So, okay, let's talk about some of our favorite cocktails for the summer. Anybody want to go first? I've got an old school one and I had kind of forgotten about and I thought about it the other day because this Mm -hmm. is this goes back a ways and it's a sea breeze. Oh, gosh. You know, (laughs) see, I told you I was going old. I remember them. I love them. (laughs) Cranberry juice, vodka, grapefruit juice. Yeah. Old school. It's good, Mm. though. It is very good. Okay, so there you go. I started us off with this old one. Um, well, oh but tasty. <laughs> What's the other one? Is it Sex on the Beach? Is that the one that has the uh, peach schnapps in it? Is that what that one is? An orange I juice, think- peach schnapps and orange juice. Does anybody remember that one? No, Fuzzy Navel. That's what it is. Uh, fuzzy that's- Navel. Yeah, it had go. peach schnapps and um, and whatnot. Grenadine. And I- oh, you're just fancying it up. 
<laughs> Maybe that's the uh, Sex on the Beach. Uh, I can't remember. I thought I one don't of know if I've ever had any Sex on the Beach. Actually, uh, even though I grew up by the beach. Sunrise. I mean, uh, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of yellow, orange drinks with red. <laughs> well, since we talked tequila, I will. I, the one I mentioned in um, in our on our social page, and I have I've had many different sort of themed cocktails at different times of my life, particularly in the summer and whatnot. But this one goes back twenty years, and it's still one that I will enjoy. But they're frozen watermelon margaritas. And my best friend, Thea, she um, she's a great cocktail maker, a great cocktail maker. And um, she actually taught me her sangria, which I, I'm known for sangria now that I've sort of adopted my own version of it and um, and frozen watermelon margaritas and all. And then I've developed one for the for the uh, magazine, too. And I'm pretty sure it's on our website, cuisineathome.com. And the kind of what I did is instead of using just a straight simple syrup i infused it with um, jalapeno so there was a kick to it um, but you basically cut up watermelon and freeze the watermelon into chunks so they're sort of your ice and i try to use minimal ice to, so i don't water down the drink and you know Eat fresh watermelon yes yes <laughs> um, and um so fresh lime juice tequila and um Sometimes orange liqueur, sometimes not, and um, uh, and then watermelon. And depending on whether how sweet your watermelon is, then you do add in some simple syrup or not, or you could even add sugar in. I, if I ever use a mix, if I don't have like straight lime juice or something, I always make sure that it's. I'll call it a clean um, mix. It's not made with a bunch of. Um, corn syrup or anything like that. I look for natural brands and things like that. And I, I'm known whenever I go out, I always ask a bartender, what are you, what's your mix you're using? Are you using a mix? Are you using fresh? And I will bypass if they're using a mix. I just don't trust. They're usually, they just taste fake and they're so sweet and you, ugh. Yeah, it's definitely the class. I I mean, I used to bartend when I was in college. And so I I can see it now, the green container (laughs) of sour mix that you would pour into the margaritas. Unless they got the top shelf, and then that would uh-huh. be Oh, always top shelf. <laughs> but um, my, my friend and I, like I said, I grew up on the beach, and my friend lives in a beach town, and you can walk to the beach from her place. And so I will we'll get the blender out, make up a pitcher of margaritas, put it in our Starbucks cups, <laughs> go to the beach, and <laughs> take all your cares away. Just let them float mm-hmm. out. <laughs> Load out with the surf, and that is summer for me. I always, I mean, Shane and I always seem to go for the lime drinks too. So it's like, you know, margaritas, mojitos, or vodka tonic and limes. And um, those are kind of our, our uh, go to mm-hmm. kind of summer drinks. Um, and actually, my mom, I think we talked about it, she submitted um, mm-hmm. a tip for the summer issue about making your mojito base ahead of time. So, and actually just last weekend, she was making up her bases and she said her house was smelling so good of lime and mint. (laughs) Well, I was a beneficiary of some of the extra from the photo shoot from that tip. And I had them in my freeze, had no longer. (laughs) All gone. (laughs) gone. (laughs) So maybe I need to make some more. Because it was really nice to just pull out the mix, put it on the counter, 
whatever, how, however long later, not that long, put it into a glass, add some ice, add some, I just have mineral water. So, and vodka and, and good to go. Very refreshing. <laughs> totally. Uh, I will mention one other um, blast from the past for me in terms of cocktails. Maybe, maybe I'll mention more, but one of them, when this goes back to really young days, really young days for me, lemonade and vodka. It was uh, my, yes. my childhood friend. And, and this, we were not children when we were drinking this. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm of a different era. The there drinking age was a different age. Different, yep. And I may or may not have been legal at the time, but uh, go to the beach with a pitcher of vodka lemonade, um, you know, a, a like a cooler. Um, not a cooler, what it, whatever they call them. Um, a thermos. Thermos, thank you. And uh, yeah, put your chair in the, in the, at the edge of the surf and let it just come in and go. And again, all your cares just go away. That's great. I know. I'm telling you, this is, I do miss that. I do miss that living here, not uh, putting my feet in the sand and uh, having a cocktail with mm-hmm. it. But we well, can all do some that. There's sand you can put your feet in. It's just not probably the <laughs> cleanest as you would get yeah. on the coast. <laughs> well, and I was just up by a river too, and you can, yeah, it's a different thing. There, there is some, there's some rushing mud. water. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, John. Well, um, I'm anticipating a return visit of our daughter. Uh, in a couple of weeks here. And she has uh, tracked down a couple of years ago, I went to a wedding in the UK and as during the reception, we ran across uh, pink gin. Oh. And so she actually tracked some down in Georgia where she's living now and she's going to bring that up with her, but it's beautiful because it's, it's pink in the bottle and it's gin and it's from the UK. I don't know as though anybody in the States is making it, but um, just simple enough. It's actually very lavender in the bottle, but when you add the tonic, it's almost absent like that it turns pink and it's very oh, cool. gorgeous and, and beautiful. And so we're looking forward to that as our, our summer treat. And so what will you mix with it? Oh, it's just for gin and tonics. So okay. probably just a little uh, lime. And um, the other thing, I, I you talk about the gimlet and, and old days and whatnot. <laughs> I had an uncle that whenever he came and visited, he had a little uh, briefcase, and it was his gimlet case, and it would carry <laughs> had the had the mixing and had a spoon and the strainer and all that with him. So it was a very ritualized uh, gimlets and daiquiris that he would make. Uh, and I, I always remember that. And uh, then it wasn't vodka and lemonade. It was lime vodka and 7-Up when I was of that uh, certain age that may or may not have been legal. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, what makes it pink? Is it like aged with lavender then? No, I don't think I, it may just be. I don't know. I really yeah. don't know. I'm just ignorant about it. I'm, oh yeah, I'm um, curious now. I, I'm. I don't think it is actually lavender flavored or anything. It's just sure. uh, cosmetic, and uh, it's a. It, it I mean, whatever it is, it's not cheap. It was a forty dollar bottle down there, so um, I imagine it's got some high quality to it. Small batch or <laughs> something. I'm, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, oh, I think so. Yeah. Um, here's another blast. I I do remember I had a friend visit me um, from college. I went to school in Indiana, and, and uh, she worked in the summer for Amtrak, and so she would go all over the country. And she was in New York, and so and she was a good friend. She had spent holidays. I had spent holidays at their house, and so she was visiting. And we went to, I think it's called, I'm not sure if it's still there. I think it was called Top of the Sixes. It's just down from um, Rockefeller Center, I believe. And it was, it was a bar. And we, um, we had many cocktails there. Um, Midori Sour was what we were drinking. Oh, yeah. Those bright green. Green, yeah. Very super sweet. <laughs> And Got sour. Attention, didn't it? Oh yeah. Blood. Well, and uh, <laughs> we were leaving, and I was trying to hold the elevator, and I and I did hold the elevator, but the elevator closed on my hand, and I didn't know. I, and then took the train back to New Jersey with my friend and stuff, and got off the train and looked at my hand, and it was all bruised, and I didn't know any of it. I, it just, it hadn't phased me. <laughs> so one too many Midori sours. I don't, pref- I don't recommend this. I'm actually a bit of a teetotaler <laughs> these days. I, I drink infrequently, but, um, so they mean more to me. So when I'm drinking, I would like it to be something that I do enjoy. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> not something to, um, replicate folks. <laughs> Good summer drink though. I'm not one to normally do a blended drink, but Kim, her peach daiquiris that she developed was so good. I was just going to say, because John brought up daiquiris. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. You know, using the fresh peaches and I think there was peach schnapps as well to give it even more peach flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those were really good. Mm hmm. So I'm just looking here too in our social page. Teresa, um, her favorite was a mojito or is a mojito, which I know that's something near and dear to your heart, Maddie. And then you mentioned the vodka tonic and lime. Um, I do like vodka tonics. I also like gin tonics too. I I um, and um, I was curious about this one, John. If you'd talk about this just a little bit, spiced <laughs> rum in Malibu topped off with pineapple juice and a lime wedge. That just sounds delicious. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was trying to uh, can, cajole and convince my uh, red hat mama to come down here and talk about her. Invention. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> she was rather reluctant to do that. Um, oh. But uh, yeah, it's just a, that's been uh, our favorite summer drink of mine. Uh, and yeah, I, it was just I think she was really just looking for a lighter uh, pina colada without the coconut cream of coconut in it and a little less uh viscous i guess you'd mm-hmm. say um so and that's what the well that's where the the malibu comes into play along with the pineapple and now she's actually dropped using pineapple juice and is just using uh, uh pineapple tidbits oh would it like pineapple cans. like um uh sparkling water work too do you think like a flavored sparkling Ooh. water with pineapple it'd be a little yeah. lighter mm-hmm. um, even more so i did see um recently on um one of the i think weekend morning programs a guy who is, started a company and i i want to say it was maybe during covid uh but he started a um 
rum company and they're doing aged rums. So, you know, like all of the boozes now have all these kind of highfalutin aged um, single barrels and yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. They're doing that with rum now. And um, it looked very interesting. I was I was curious to try it because I think it's more of a sipper and not something you maybe would want to mix. But anyhow, um, I don't remember the name of the company. Well, and they're even coming. I mean, I know a lot of people have seen them, too, on the shelves, um, but they've got all kinds of different flavored tonics, even or club sodas, you know, just kind Mm -hmm. of a higher end, which it's like if you don't drink that often and you do like to enjoy like a good cocktail, Mm -hmm. it is worth spending some money to buy, you know, kind of the higher end ingredients. Could not agree more. Yep. Mm hmm. And uh, well, you were talking about tonic and Robin, your favorite is the, so looks like Maddie likes the vodka tonic. You're the gin tonic in line. Okay. Do you have a favorite gin that you um, use? Well, as long as it's not too cheap, I'd be okay. (laughs) I hear you. (laughs) It's probably not what they put in the tree frogs then in Ames at this little hole in the wall. (laughs) Well, since I've not been there, I would probably say you're right. (laughs) I think that's what it was called. Mm, Yeah, no no five five o'clock gin for me. Maddie, do you have a favorite vodka in uh, that you're using? I mean, we don't. We always, we always like absolute. Just kind of sure. like you know, not on the way high end, but not on the you know the low end. Just because it's like if you are tasting you know something like that, you do want it to be kind of smooth, not mm-hmm. quite as uh, <laughs> taking shots of five o'clock in the college dorms. Just uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing five o'clock is a local uh, sort of uh, bottom shelf brand. <laughs> Yeah, that Hawkeye. I mean, oh Hawkeye. My gosh. Seen, yeah, you can buy yeah, it at the Hawkeye. gas station at the bottom shelf. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, go to the grocery store, the the gas station. Go up look, a level. Look, look there, and that's what you avoid. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, look at least the eye level when you're when you're. That's my. <laughs> <laughs> that's our recommendation. That's my recommendation. At least go eye level. <laughs> Uh, Well, and I will give, uh, I think, Maddie, you and I have talked about this, too. Uh, Kirkland, they have a couple of different vodkas, but their their bottle that's supposed to sort of simulate kind of like a gray goose that's a a frosted bottle and very tall Mm -hmm. and with a long neck, Mm -hmm. it's a very clean, good, basic um, vodka, I think. It is, but I will tell you the the bottle is very tall, so it may it's, not fit in your liquor cabinet. Correct, and have it, to it's sit hard out. to store. <laughs> it, that's that's the top of the refrigerator kind of thing. Yeah, yes. <laughs> or for me, the bottom shelf on my new metro shelf. Yeah, there like you if go. people come over, they might think hmm, they like yes. their vodka, but that is the only size they have. Under <laughs> the sink. <laughs> <laughs> My liquor cabinet's under the sink. It holds a lot. <laughs> that could work. I mean, then you don't have to worry about dropping it where ours is up top where you're, you know, reaching. <laughs> That's right. I have short arms. <laughs> yeah, I love to go to my brother's house because his booze is very visible. <laughs> up on the refrigerator or on the sideboard. I'm like, uh-huh, I know what you have. Okay. Well, you don't there, have to, you can just see it and grab it. There's nothing wrong right. with it. Right. 
Right. No. And then you also have to check out the freezer because some of the good stuff is in the freezer being chilled. And yeah. I used to do that. That's I just don't I have any room is. anymore. Mm-hmm. A coworker uh, or two, Chris um, in our IT department and Kurt, they turned me on to the peach flavored crown. And so we kind of have that in the freezer just as a sipper. And it has like wow. nice, fresh tasting peach flavor. It's not as much like imitation tasting so that's a nice little you know why have you not shared this with me i don't know i thought i had ours is empty so my sister actually picked us up a bottle because it was on sale and they live in dubuque so just over on Uh, illinois side (laughs) i shall have to check this out yes it's it's nice for like kind of a little evening night capper Uh uh-huh well i'm i want to try red hot mama's Concoction. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, that does sound I good. Really do. oh, yeah, because rum is not one I drink that often, but um, I do enjoy it. I mean, I I only enjoy it like in mojitos. I can't, uh-huh. I can't do the spiced rum anymore because I had a very bad experience, we'll say. Yeah. Drinking oh, yeah. a little too much of it. It just, the smell now just makes me cringe. Uh, oh, I used wow. that used to be my drink of choice with spiced rum until somebody uh, swapped out a good one with a bad one, a cheap one, and <laughs> I just I can't even smell it now. I'm like, no, no, that's just not on my not on my list anymore. I just that from that moment on, no, <laughs> never again. <laughs> we all have those aversions now. Yep. Oh yeah. I I won't get into the list of things that I have <laughs> that I avoid. <laughs> Due to some bad choices in our over <laughs> overindulging at at different yes. times of my life, yes, yeah. Um, well, I didn't overindulge. It was just a, it was a swap that I didn't okay. expect, and and then I was like, no, this is not good. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> you never know. Once you taste something like that, and you're like, no, I don't need this in my world anymore. So lots of other good things. Well, I will tell you, I was off uh, bourbon for a long, 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 long time (laughs) until I had the Harrison Tonic. I think that's what the name of it is is or was at Proof. It was a bourbon drink with uh, celery simple syrup, and it was so good and perfectly um, drinkable that I got over my aversion to bourbon. (laughs) Well, there you go. Yes. So it is possible, Robin. (laughs) Well, in (laughs) bourbon, um, we did that bourbon story and that frozen old fashioned is really tasty too. That's another good summer Mm -hmm. kind of Mm -hmm. shaved drink. Well, and and you can't go wrong with the meal, the Moscow Granita. That's another good. frozen. Yeah. Well, and John, you mentioned, um, the UK, I had wanted to do a, a drink with Pims forever. And that's a big uh, sipper in the UK. And so it a couple is. of years ago, we all did cocktails and I did a, um, a Pims cocktail. Pims uh, cup, was it? It was not a Pims cup, but it was sort of like that. And it, the yeah. glasses, uh, mm. we took a um, thin piece of cucumber and wrapped it around the outside of the glass and then oh, added right. ice and then Uh, made the cocktail and I want to say it had lemon and um, probably some simple syrup and pims and uh, it is very refreshing and and really very good I love that 
if anybody has a bottle of Pims and doesn't know what to do with it, because it's, I think it's one of those cocktails that, um, or one of those liquors that might sit there if mm -hmm. you aren't used to drinking it right. and gets dusty in your, in your cabinet. <laughs> so there you go. Now pull it out. We've got a new one for you to try. Yeah. So you should definitely check out our summer issue with all of the cool cocktails from um, the cocktail workshop. I think you all are getting the gist that we really enjoyed this, this <laughs> book and their approach to it. And we all have our own sort of favorite summer sippers, which we've sort of uh, leaned into a time or two when we are developing new cocktails for the magazine. So check out cuisineathome.com for um, cocktail ideas. If you go onto our Facebook and possibly YouTube channel, there's probably some um, videos from previous Cocktails with Cuisine. And um, so you find some other um, fun cocktail ideas uh, that we've mixed up uh, over the years. Anybody have anything else to add? Drink responsibly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Very Absolutely. Good. Thank you, Maddie. Um, well, thanks for joining us and please come back the next time where there'll be more must love food because we'll be here. All right. Thanks everyone. Bye-bye. Visit our site to learn about special offers, new products, and more for purchase. We offer live cooking seminars from pasta making and cast iron cooking to pie baking and stir frying techniques. Our special interest publications feature recipes centered around certain topics like feel good food and slow cooker dinners. We also offer custom cuisine at home branded kitchen tools such as aprons, cutting boards and bench knives. Shop all of our offerings at cuisineathome.com.